0: of the U.N.'s founders. Who
1: the milk and apples? Who the milk and apples? Who the We pick them! Our enemies are innovative and resourceful.
0: So are we. They never
2: stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and the people, and neither do we. They want us to leave. That's what they want us to do. And I think the world would be better off if we did leave.
3: Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm Show. Today is March the twentieth, two thousand eight. I am Ben Miller. I'm hanging here with my buddies Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pieth, who is our third radio host and also our soundboard operator. We've got a lot of wacky news for you guys tonight, uh, but we're going to be talking quite a bit about the Iraq War, how it started, and where we are now. We're definitely going to want to take your thoughts on that tonight. Phone number to call in is 888-202-1984. If you want to communicate with us via instant message, it's AOL Instant Messenger, screen name, Animal Farm Show, all one word. Stay tuned, folks. You are on the farm.
4: You're listening to the Animal
1: Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
0: Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, you touch that dial, I'll break your f-ing head. <laughs> <laughs>
5: words that we all want to hear tonight yes. beer fights cancer Woo. all right <laughs> finally some good news I'll that. from this right after the end of our last show this is great stuff out of news max researchers are always looking for the magic bullet to kill cancer and now they may they may have found it in a surprising place a glass of beer that would be great yeah it would be who knew It turns out that hops, which is the flavor component of beer, contains a cancer-fighting compound called, I'll try to pronounce this, Anthohumol. X-A-N-T-H-O-H-U-M-O-L. I won't even try that one again. Uh, This uh, mysterious substance turns out to be toxic to several kinds of human cancer, including prostate, ovarian, breast, and colon. Nice. Which is, uh, which are obviously very awful types of cancer. Further, it inhibits an enzymes that can activate the development of cancer and also helps detoxify carcinogens. It even seems to slow down tumor growth in the early stages. Scientists are trying to produce hopes uh, produce hops that contain even more of this whatever substance and the germans are racing to develop a health beer so good for them this is great news ben i mean yes and (laughs) i'm getting more thirsty reading this article i think we may have to do a show where we all water yes we may have to do a beer show Ben. and just you know dedicate beer to the show itself and then just try to you know raise awareness for uh... for beer and how it helps cancer hopefully that's a, a great excuse to get drunk <laughs> i i you know listen I mean, usually you don't need one in this game <laughs> especially with all the stuff that's going on but uh... hey this is just one more uh, bolt in the gun i guess yeah
3: another wacky story happy fortieth birthday cubicle now die <laughs> <laughs> the real it was forty years ago that the geniuses in the office design came up with the soul-destroying workspace we call the modern cubicle in celebration, office designers IDEO have teamed up with Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert, to create the ideal cubicle. I swear, no punchline. <laughs> so they're creating a new cubicle as a result of uh, the soul-destroying evil cubicle. Now, if you... If you the uh, evil workplace cubicle, Ben, yes. has all been in at least five. You know, I've actually, I, don't I've,
5: I don't think I've ever actually worked in a cubicle, and I've worked at a couple media companies. It
3: wasn't a cube. It was like two walls, yeah. three walls. And open the it's your
5: little area. Yeah. It's your little place. <laughs> um, my last company had like cubicle farm, literally. It was like several parts of the building just all cubicles. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yes. Not good for the health. It's not like beer. And no. uh just keeping on the crazy animal farm type news here, this one uh Another kind of funny but not funny experience here. A woman goes for a leg operation and gets a new anus instead. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. A German retiree is taking a hospital to court after she went in for a leg operation and got a new anus instead. The Daily Telegraph is reporting. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to kill me, five. The woman woke up to find she had been mixed up with another patient suffering from incontinence. Who is to have surgery on her sphincter, Ben? What a shame. You can take
4: me, but you will never take my (laughs) bonghole.
5: The clinic in Hotch Frank in Bavaria has since suspended the surgical team. (laughs) Now the woman is planning to sue the hospital she still needs the leg operation and is searching for another hospital to do it and and, and again we we've, we've talked about this we talked about how she got the new anus not a second anus well hopefully, no it was a new one <laughs> she got a second anus i think it would be more of a, of a story there and whoops oh boy and i think you know you would have people well i'm not going to go there but and, you know, the sad thing is we talk about this and i mean look it's it's funny for us sitting here you know in a radio studio but if we were the person we certainly uh, wouldn't be laughing that's for sure no. and then you know like right next to that article <laughs> is a hospital in in uh, Minnesota it admits uh, the surgeon removed the wrong kidney and again like ouch this happens all too often no. when, you know on wednesday a minnesota surgeon has agreed to stop seeing patients after he made an unthinkable mistake he removed a healthy kidney leaving the cancerous one inside a patient this is a doctor aren 't you yeah, <laughs> this has been a tragic event in Park. Nicolette has accepted full responsibility, said Dr. Samuel Carlson, Chief Medical Officer for Park Nicolette Health Services. Carlson declined to name the surgeon who performed the procedure, but you know you get the idea about and, and all i 'm thinking i'm you know look i 've never worked in a hospital i don 't know procedure or anything but. Can we just do something where right before the operation the patient signs a document, like circling the area, like no, it's not my anus, it's my leg. (laughs) Can we can we figure out a way to to make sure this never ever ever happens again? By sound too complex, but it just seems like the patient, him or her, the patient uh, in any case could sign the document and the surgeon can sign the same document and it could be like on the wall, you know, next to the cross or something. Can we figure out a way to prevent this? Because you know here in the animal farm it's kind of funny, but you know in the real world it's not. If your leg or if your kidney, for example, had cancer in it and they were going to remove it and maybe replace it with a new one, fine. If they is the wrong one out, you're in deep trouble and you have to have to get another, you know, two operations. So going right to your phones here, folks. Jeff and Idaho, you're on the farm.
6: Hey, guys. Uh, if you, you want a real simple cure?
5: Yes, sir. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, uh, just uh, call uh, 800-519-2465 and order the de- December 2007 edition of a uh, of uh, Helda Clark's book, The Cure and Prevention of All Cancers. Okay? she's okay. She's tied together uh, most of the research in 10 or 15 years of what's the real causes of cancer. And uh, I'll just read you off of her bingo card uh, a quick thing. Uh, cancer is caused by the parasite linked to the DNA growth regulators by the alkalizing agent methyl blue. This dye accidentally gets into your water from filters and bleaches used to sanitize the water. This starts the linkage to other known carcinogens to build a cancer complex. Learn to avoid and destroy the comp- cancer complex using herbs and low-tech methods to bring a cure, not just a treatment, to our most deadly disease. Use electricity to boost your immune system, with zapping plate zapping, and uh, uh, and it's all explained in this book. So,
7: now Jeff, why
3: don't you, uh, why don't you register for our form and, and post that up so that people can... Uh, Take a look at that info.
5: Yeah, Jeff, definitely, wow. if, if you would uh, post it, because again, the more information about this, especially cancer, of all things uh, bothering us health-wise, please, uh, yeah. if you can, post it, and we'll we'll do our best to maybe put it on the front page and put any you know links on the front page that we can. Um, and I appreciate the information. Anything else on your mind? Uh,
6: yeah, go to advancedscientifichealth.com and you can get uh, uh, cesium carbonate to raise your pH up to your blood about eight. To kill cancer because cancer can't survive in an alkaline environment it only survives in an acidic uh, environment, and another well, thing a, is uh, yeah. calcium deglucurate to detoxify cancer
5: all right well, once again, Jeff, thank you for the call and uh, and again, I think you we actually have heard from Jeff a couple times definitely posted and that I've heard that quite a few times on many well, shows man. that was um tough. I think Dr. William Deagle has mentioned that and has been, you know, touting that, that yeah. theory or that fact, if that matter, in, in, in many of his shows, where you know, just simply a matter of if your body's alkaline or the the pH level of your body mm-hmm. and where it's at, you know, it's I, tough to believe it's that simple, Ben. Uh, I, I don't it's know. Very,
3: it's very tough to believe that's that, it's that yeah. simple. For for someone that Aaron Russo, you know, who had a yeah. long long-standing battle with cancer and unfortunately mm-hmm. lost, um, you know. For him not to look into those alternative messages, he looked into a lot of different stuff. Uh, he there. also went to and
5: Germany, Ben, right? He, went he did. To
3: Germany, and uh, they're they're one of the leading researchers on yeah. that right now.
5: And I'm all for the idea that if we ever found a real, you know, stomp cure, that no, it would never be released. We probably have already found it. That's what I think. Uh, maybe it's more about the um, idea that you won't acquire cancer. The cancer c- can't form in a body that has a certain pH uh, balance in that way. So it's less acidic, more or basic, whatever the case may be. So, uh, well, thanks again, Jeff, for that. Call. We do appreciate that, and uh, again, folks, you know, we'll say it every show now. I mean, the forums are getting more popular. In fact, Sergeant Jeffrey Humphrey, we interviewed him. He actually reached out to me today, and he said, hey, you know, can I start posting stuff? And yes, absolutely, he will start posting, and I told Jeff, you know, at your will, um, post as much as you can. We need, you know, more information, and it could be about anything, folks, even if it's something that you feel is is important. The forums are there for you. They're not there for us. You know, we'll post stuff, but we have the show. So definitely uh, go to animalformshow.com and click on Forums. And uh, it's it's your world, boss. So do that. And just to keep on to the health news here, Ben, uh, contaminant found in recalled blood thinner out of AP. U.S. health officials have identified oh, no. a con- oh yes, absolutely. U.S. health officials have identified a contaminant in batches of the blood thinner heparin associated yeah. with, associated with 19 deaths, and are trying to determine how the chemical got into the drug. Now this next paragraph basically tells me what's going on, but the lots of heparin, whose key ingredients was imported from China, were recalled February 28th, and Food and Drug Administration officials said Wednesday that no new deaths have been reported since that time. Dr. Janet Woodcock, head, <laughs> head of the FDA Center for Drug Evaluation and Research, <laughs> said the contaminant is oversulfated chondroitin sulfate, a chemical that does not occur naturally. Chondroitin sulfate is a natural compound that occurs widely and is used as a dietary supplement, but the oversulfated version has not been widely studied. So I think the conclusion wow. here is that the FDA is going to take a look at it now, and they're going to regulate it, and it's, it's always this, oh yeah, now we'll take care of it. Have we not learned from uh, the, the lead problems? how we learned that, you know, we have to start looking at what's coming into our country. If it's mm. nothing else, if it's not the toys and the paint, folks, drugs that come from China, you know, can we figure out a way to get them
6: yeah. tested or looked
5: at or investigated? You know, it's just so sad, man. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If, if uh, you know, and you have to put it in perspective. This, this want... is scary
3: for me because, you know, my, my girlfriend Jill just recently yeah. used uh, a lot of blood thinner. Go ahead. Um, and it was just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just scary to, to hear something like that. So,
5: yeah, so uh I actually want to ask Pius, what do you what do you uh, think about this whole situation?
8: I think the bald heads from Shaolin are behind
5: this. <laughs> 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 That's an interesting theory, Pi. I'm not sure if I could agree, but uh you know, it's again, it's it's just one of those things where if this, you know, you'd feel it a lot more and like you said your know, loved one and family members and of course your your girlfriend in that case, you know, this could have happened to her easily. It yeah. could have happened to anyone in my family too uh for any given say, situation. So Uh, you know, it's good to laugh at it when it doesn't affect you, and I apologize, and, you know, we're just trying to make some light of it, but uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, this can happen to all of us. So back to your phones here on the animal farm. Dave in California, what's on your mind?
9: Hey, guys. uh, Sorry about jumping off the health issue, but you were talking about Iraq. Mind if I pitch something in about that?
5: Absolutely, Dave. Go ahead. Speak your mind.
9: Okay, let me kick it off. There's a bunch of things that make me mad about Iraq, but to begin with, there was the, uh, the the luring of... Hussein into Kuwait by April Gillespie, who not only told him that you know, quote, uh, we have no interest in your border squabbles, essentially, uh, but she even told him a second time and said, "Let me make sure you heard me. You know James Baker the Third told me to tell you that we have no interest in your border squabbles, and you guys basically just go ahead and do right you know what you want to do, knowing full well that he would go in there and then they could start nailing him. That was
3: divine. and Dave and just to clarify that was the first one where he used it kind of for weapons one, yes yeah and then we the and first. we gave them our, our nod of approval
9: yes and then and then that also brought in the uh, the uh, issue where we buried all those guys there was like 70 miles where the trenches uh, and when we went in there with our tanks we had these special bulldozer bulldozers and tanks that uh, would run right up the uh, the uh, you know, these guys had tre- these trenches. Basically, they covered the trenches up with the people in them. And then uh, when the uh, reporters showed up, I guess Cheney was like on the spot. And they said, you know, where's the bodies? And he looked around. You know, everything is flat now. He looks around and says, like, what bodies? You know, uh uh-huh. You know, but uh-huh. I think mean, they buried 70 miles with the trenches. Uh, who knows yeah. how many people that was. So anyway, that was from the first war. And the part that made me mad about the second war was where they just kept using Hussein's name every time they would say, Osama, you know, it'd be like Osama Hussein, 9/11 Hussein, terror Hussein, weapons of mass destruction Hussein. You know, I mean, but the the by the time they were done, the the public relations people that they hired to brainwash everybody into thinking that Hussein had something to do with 9/11 had had made 70 percent of the people in the United States believe it.
5: Dave, I'm, g- I'm glad I'm glad you bring up these points. And just to uh, respond, uh, just to your first comment about the first Gulf War, yeah, you're. first of all, the, the bottom line is this. People have a very short memory in this country. They forget yesterday's news in anticipation of today's and tomorrow's. And on top of that, what you're saying, and I think we're going to try to dig up that clip, where, you know, even just in one of the conventions we had, Every person on the stage was Iraq, Al Qaeda, nine eleven, terror, you know, terror, terror, terror. Giuliani, you know, alone. Must have said it about four hundred times. Right. right. So we got to cue up uh, for
3: Republican conventions.
5: RNC. We g- we got to queue up the RNC clips and uh, Dave, continue. But I'm glad you were at that point.
9: Okay. Well, um, the, the other thing was the use of public relations campaigns against the American people to get them to do something that they wouldn't ordinarily do. Going back to the first Iraq war, it was the issue of the babies that were thrown out on the cold cement floor. Remember that?
3: Totally false. Totally false.
9: Absolutely false. And it was the only thing that they could come up with that they knew would make people mad enough to do something. So they they get that that girl in there whose father is one of the one of the big shots in Kuwait. Dave, hold on a
3: second. You hear that music coming up? We're coming up on the break. Can we hold you over? Sure thing. All right. Stay tuned, folks. Are listening to the farm?
6: Stick around. Hang out with us.
10: People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite.
11: In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. I mean, this basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 7-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, in herbal formulas like Cardivite and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill, now going for regular jobs a few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on it, you'll find i think that it'll work more than just on on heart problems and circulation problems it'll work on other problems as well
10: for more information call 18779288822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com that toll free number again 18779288822 it's
12: progressing And it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning.
10: Hi, neighbor. The world famine is in its third year. Our harvest is too small to get through the year. Genetically poisoned food, dangerous food imports, and constantly recalled disease-contaminated foods are mixed in with our safe food. Farm food production is turned into ethanol fuel. What should I do? How long can I afford food or till there's no food? How long before it's all poisoned? Will three years' worth of food supply be enough? Or will it only postpone my trip to the population control breadline? Will it be okay to wait till after the holidays? I'll use what I didn't spend on Christmas for a something-is-better-than-nothing supply. I'll get the rest later. How long do I dare wait? I know I'll regret not starting sooner and not getting enough food. I have to decide while I still have a choice. Tell me what to do. Now take your own advice and call 800-409-5633 or on the web efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Uncover the truth with Catherine Albright, live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., Monday to Friday, right here on We the People Radio Network.
13: September
2: 11 September 11th. September 11th. September 11th. September 11th.
1: September 11 September 11
0: September 11 September 11th. September 11 September 11th. September 11 September 11 September 11 September 11
6: September 11 September 11 September 11 September 11 September
5: basically the clip there huh Ben
3: yeah that's the clip that's the clip thus far and it's sad to see uh the fear-mongering that was used um 9-11 as a, as a kind of kind of way to get us into this war so uh we're talking to Dave California and we were going over the the Iraq war and uh what was making him mad about it can you want to continue Dave
9: I got two more things for uh, regarding Iraq one it was Hill and Knowlton that was the PR firm that they used. They paid them a hundred million dollars to sell the people in the United States on this fake war, and that the best thing they could come up with was throwing Iraqi babies out onto the cold ground. As Far as I'm concerned, Hill and Knowlton should be directly responsible for all the costs of that war, including all the people's lives who have been lost. I mean, they they should be they should be hauled into court and sued for everything. I mean, Hill and Knowlton yes. no longer exist far as i'm concerned and the only other thing that i was going to mention was but the to me the slickest piece of propaganda that happened around 9-11 and resulted in all the wars after that was that the day it happened the first thing that georgie e. boy said was we're at war that took it out of the whole that took it out of the criminal justice system and put it right into the national security system and a lot of George people that but you know that's what he did. He basically made it a war issue and not a crime, which is what it was.
5: Absolutely. And not
3: the not the kick the dead horse anymore here, but man he he uh he declared war out there without even going to Congress. Something that's yeah. completely it's illegal. undeclared war. It's an illegal war.
5: It's an illegal war, no doubt.
9: And it wasn't a war. It was a crime. I mean, <laughs> we hit ourselves. It was a crime, but he made it into a war, which immediately diverted everybody off into the uh into the ozone you know someplace yeah, over Dave. In the middle
5: east yep everything oh, from John. the the war itself to the propaganda it's all textbook government stuff I and mean, it's all been done before it's just a new day with new technologies and new ways to manipulate the public and you know we just i guess we haven't learned i guess we haven't paid enough attention to our textbooks in school or the kids there
3: we have the evil spiders out there weaving the web of of lies and and we are the american people are still just as stupid And not able to see through that propaganda. We have to start looking through that propaganda. We need need to start getting uh, mad at our fellow fellow Americans that uh, that aren't able to see through this propaganda.
5: Yeah, and it's also, it's also belief system stuff too, and I think, you know, when you get to the point when you have someone who is intelligent enough to, to see maybe that they've been duped or, you know, manipulated in a certain way, I think, that, you know, at least what I find, Ben, is, you know, we talk about this often, is uh, the belief system. You know, people are just set in their ways a lot of, and, and more than just political topics, we know. Uh, and I'm certainly someone like that too, but, uh, for some reason, you know, I'm able to look at stuff that's going on and say, well, you know, yeah, facts are facts, and, you know, let's, Let's put the uh, the carriage after the horse here let's start let's figure out what's going on behind the scenes and talk about specifics and you know listen, I don't like the fact that my government is doing what they're doing i'm embarrassed i'm I, the fact that George Bush is our president uh in his you know second term is an embarrassment to me, especially when he goes out and uh and talks the way he does to the media now he was. i'll bring up another article uh, in a little bit about he there's i guess his a radio station in iran you know u s funded where he's you know he's talking about the nuclear uh, power plants and all this stuff but yeah it's, it, yeah <laughs> it, it's a shame and um you know at least we got people out there that are waking up and that are starting to acknowledge what's going on but it's it's not fast enough we need more we need more we need more, more people to wake up i think yeah, we need to more we people waking up at a faster pace
3: because uh the politicians are <laughs> are really uh, going crazy right now with their uh with their plan and they're speeding it up and up and up and we gotta we gotta speed up our efforts. We gotta double our efforts here. Um this this article right here is uh well the Democrats are attacking Bush right now, which oh, isn't anything, wow. Great. anything new, but uh the title of this article really really goes to show that a Democrat did write it. He says, How many child prostitutes is Bush responsible for?
6: <laughs>
3: hey now. And uh, he starts off by saying, uh, this is by Bob Fairtech, uh from Democrats.com. He starts off by saying, George Bush has tied to a prostitution ring involving as many as 50,000 women and girls. The prostitutes, some as young as 13, are among the 1.2 million desperate Iraqis who fled the Syria after Bush's invasion of Iraq in 2003. Now, I just want to get what? something straight here. Bush didn't single-handedly walk into Iraq and start, uh, start bombing the hell out of the place. And he did give the order to do that, but... It took a lot of other people besides Bush to do that.
5: Of course, yeah. And again, you know, once you you keep playing that Democrat-Republican card, you're going to come out to the same equation every time. It's the same evil, it's the same crap. And, you know, maybe if you want to even take a step back from there and, you know, in your approach talking to people and trying to discuss it with them, you know, one of the arguments is, look, (laughs) our politicians don't give a damn about us, at least... The Bush administration—they don't give a damn about our country. I mean,
6: they want to come in here and they want to kill us.
5: It, and Alex. A, yeah, and at least Bush will try—you know—to go on the air and, and talk like a president and try to do his best. But Cheney, ABC exclusive here—he just says flat out he doesn't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a this is a man
3: who has he a lower to approval rating. talked the vice president
7: in. this morning in Oman. He would not talk about Barack Obama, but we talked about everything from Iraq to the economy alan greenspan described it d- this way the current financial crisis in the us is likely to be judged in retrospect as the most wrenching since the end of the second
2: world war correct we're clearly going through a rough patch here there's no question about it but we've had uh, prior to that 52 months of uninterrupted uh, economic growth now of course we've got problems in the housing industry and the mortgage uh, uh, back to securities so forth that, that have created problems that
7: uh, we're having to deal with. Tell me what you said to the Iraqi leadership and how... Well, this
5: is obviously the cherry on top of the Sunday here where it's they say, well, you know, the people don't approve of the war. And he says, so?
2: Are you willing to push them? Um, on the security front, I think there's a general consensus that we've made major progress, that the surge has worked. That's been a major success.
7: Two-thirds <clears throat> of Americans say it's not worth fighting. So? so you're not you don't so, uh,
5: two thirds of Americans don't agree with what the public servants are doing for them, and so, what the
7: people think
2: no, I think uh you cannot be um, blown off course,
5: yeah, uh, right, exactly. never mind what the people think they're a cute little lady there. We just got to do what we have to do and. He's at least Cheney's open about it. He comes on, he talks the same way since day one. He's got that low, that monotone voice. He's and been, consistently uh, evil. You know, I just, I just don't care about the American people. <laughs> and it's just that same crap every time with this guy. And yeah, you know, he, he doesn't give. I mean, he's got a lower approval rating than O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and more they, people, more people it? like O.J.
3: Simpson than Dick Cheney. Because
5: he doesn't care.
3: I know, but that's I, that's the thing. He's so arrogant. He, he just comes he, on the air. Yeah. and He's
5: like, I don't really care. He's like, screw you guys. We're we the ones doing what we have to do. And then I'm, you know, even glad. Now I'm so happy that Tucker Carlson finally got booted from his show because that was a waste of an hour a day or two hours a day of TV time. But uh, it's no wonder uh, uh, why he got fired. Check this, this is out. The
6: interview of the day on Morning Joe, <laughs> brought to you by.
5: This is the Morning Joe show again. We talk, we take a lot from Morning Joe, but he, Tucker's hanging out. I guess you know he needs some friends to hang out with during the daytime <laughs> now that he's not on TV anymore. Thank God. But he actually calls Cheney a hero for saying what he said. Check this out. This is sick.
6: Morning Joe. No. Listen to Dick Cheney. He got really rattled when he was asked about public support dwindling for the war in Iraq. Look how shaken! Look at look at his face! Look how shaken up he is when they point out to him that two thirds of Americans are against this war. Watch this.
7: It's not worth fighting. So? So you, you're not? You don't care what the American people think?
5: No, I think uh, you cannot be.
7: <laughs>
6: no, oh, no, I know. Okay, we're gonna right. get that queued back up.
5: Yeah, okay, so it goes on. I want to. No, I want so to. I want to fast forward to the Tucker call. Big
6: response. So, oh. there's a guy that sticks his finger in the wind. You know, he's kind of a hero in that way. I know I'll probably have my car egg for saying this, I'm but Dick. Well, you know what? It's so nice to see someone that old
3: school.
5: Yeah, that's really nice to see someone old school. Shut Tucker, up. Tucker, thanks Shut for that up. insight. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna get your car egg. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some sugar in your gas tank <laughs> oh my god it's just it's baffling it's unbelievable but folks hey listen you know we got the animal farm and we have some plenty of stories to talk about tonight and we will talk more about the uh the iraq war obviously the anniversary was yesterday five years uh of tragedy but hey we got to keep fighting this war it's the information war you listen to the animal farm radio show folks stay tuned I'm
13: Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor, do your country a favor, be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling
10: asleep.
11: Ron Paul is an honest, humble, genuine man.
10: Ron Paul is the
9: most important candidate I've ever had a chance to vote for in my life.
11: I've been a registered Democrat since I was
2: 18 years old. People from every segment of society want to be free. It is
7: a message of freedom that has drawn us to Ron Paul. Our founding fathers established that we would be able to worship and raise our children, educate our children as we wish. Dr.
2: Ron Paul, He's an OBGYN physician who has delivered over 4,000 babies, but not once did he perform an abortion. In
10: 1983, Ron Paul predicted 1987 recession four years before it happened. In South Carolina, at the debate, he announced that we're going into a recession.
2: It's interesting that Dr. Ron Paul has received more financial contributions from military personnel, active and retired, than any other presidential candidate from either party.
11: My mama and daddy are voting for Ron.
1: This is Dr. Katherine Albrecht, and I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today.
7: Ron Paul is here The freedom message Waking up people
0: everywhere I'm Ron Paul and you're listening to We The People Radio Network
5: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show On the We The People Radio Network A little bit more uh, good news here for the veterans here. There is a story um, about a new hotline, at least for Illinois veterans. There was was some conditions we'll talk about here, but uh, kind of a scary story here. Staff Sergeant Scott Snyder and his wife Angela were sitting down in their Moline, Illinois, living room to watch a war movie and eat some hot wings. But a few minutes later, Snyder was screaming and begging Angela to to admit to him something he knew for certain, that he was dead. Scary stuff. Snyder was having a flashback. Not only did he believe he was dead, his senses told him he was in Iraq at the, uh, Ballad Air Base in his 17 month tour of duty with the Illinois National Guard. He was clutching to his, he was clutching his M16, but again, it wasn't there, but he had no weapons on him. Wow. And he saw missiles and mortars exploding in the distance. So, um, he went searching around his house for a gun. He was, you know, thinking naturally to protect himself, you need a weapon. And thankfully, there were no guns in the house, because who knows. What he would have done, he was having just—he believed he was back in the war. Yeah. And the the eventual outcome of this whole thing, uh, th- there there are some things to consider. But Illinois re- Illinois residents who think they are suffering from PTSD or need help can call a hotline. It's one eight six six five five four four nine two seven. Um, the program requires, and here they are, veterans to be a resident of the state of Illinois, be no more than 64 years old, have served for at least 180 days of duty after training and other qualifications that mm-hmm. they didn't list. So, I mean, at least it's a bit of good news that, in this case, some uh, PTSD Syndrome uh, veterans can get some help. Hopefully, yeah. and hopefully they, there's more funding where that comes from. I doubt it, but we'll keep uh, an eye on that. Poor God.
4: Man. Uh, it's, yeah. it's you know it's
5: a shame. And, and you know again we're we're talking here and there, folks, about you know the the war. Obviously, yesterday was the five year anniversary of the war. Call in, give us your thoughts on it. 888-202-1984, um, But there was another great story out of Salon.com. Uh, they really have some great great writers. It's called "Robbing the Cradle of Civilization." five years later. uh, Just how bad was the looting of Iraq's museum and archaeological sites? Uh, According to a salon expert, many ancient artifacts have come home, but the looting continues. Among the many unintended and unforeseen consequences of the U.S. occupation of Iraq that began five years ago this week was the wholesale looting of Iraq's museums and archaeological sites. Iraq has been called the cradle of civilization, starting with the Sumerian civilization which more than 5,000 years ago produced what may be the world's first examples of writing and math. The area centered on the Tigris and Euphrates rivers and known as the Mesopotamia has been home to succession of cultures, the Akkadian, Babylonian, and Ezridian. Many believe southern Iraq was the site of the, the biblical Garden of Eden. But within weeks of the first American airstrike, the cradle of civilization had been robbed. Baghdad's National Museum of Iraq, among the globe's premier uh, repositories of antiquities, was ransacked over a course of a week in April 2003. That's so, sad. not only are people, you know, granted, people are dying. That's the most important thing. People are being uh, destroyed. Our troops are dying. They're dying. Civil- uh, civilization over there is <laughs> being destroyed. But isn't yeah, it
3: cr- incredible how some the, this force, this this person that's you know, 50, 60, 70 years old, gets into office and changes thousands of years of history. Well, that's going to destroy that instantly. And also change uh, millions of years of history by all the depleted uranium that we're using over there. I mean, it's 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 an incredible how much effect, um, you know, such a small group of people can have on this world.
5: and, And, like, what I try to do, Ben, just with my brain, is I try to take little tidbits of what we talk about, or even if I'm just reading news for a day, I try to take little, all the little tidbits and and try to make some sense out of all of them. So you have veterans of the wars of the past of our country, in this country, not getting health care, not getting the support that they need, crime. You have Dick Cheney on TV saying he doesn't give a damn about what we, the people, think about the war, whether it's right or wrong. You have George Bush talking about Iran and how he's, they're not, going to be allowed to have, you know, an enrichment program for you know, uranium because, uh-huh. you know, they're not allowed to destroy human or the, you know, they want to destroy humans, but we can. Uh-huh. And then you have this story here where, you know, the war itself has, has resulted in, like you said, destroying maybe the early artifacts and, you know, maybe the early signs of math and writing. I mean, what's more important to our, to humankind yeah is our history. A lot more important? get this
3: mixed up. You know, the neocons will go on radio and say, so what? It's just Iraqi... History. Who right. cares about the Iraqis? It's yeah. everybody's history. It's humankind's history. This and is. Yeah. It's very sad, you know. If it, you know, you have McCain out there, literally on TV, uh, trying to say that Iran is harboring Al Qaeda.
5: Yeah, and then uh, he's getting. Then Lieberman's got to correct him, and you know, on top of it, he's you know, one of his one of his advisors, his pastors, is you know, calling for the death of Islam or the Muslim religion. It's. He's singing songs about bombing Iran. It's yes. just—it's just like a bad dream that you never wake up from. And every day, it just seems to get more bizarre. And and maybe that's why we throw in the—you know—the—the the news that we throw in there to try to get a laugh or to try to—you know—soften the dough, if you will. My goodness, the stuff that's going on is mind-boggling. It's unbelievable. What and in
8: God's name, is going yeah. on
5: here. And that's the other reason why my blood curls and I cringe when people around me say, "Oh, just bomb the whole effing city, turn it into a parking lot." People, I mean, they just—they don't think with their heads. You know, they're just so poisoned by the media and and by what they've read, and just by people saying stupid things. Retarded. I mean, you, you can't just destroy an entire country. You, know? That's you, it's not the way you do it.
3: They have a problem with Hitler killing eight million Jews, but they don't have a problem well, with that's us that's dropping insane. a huge bomb on a, a bunch of innocent civilians and killing hundreds of millions. Good point, Ben. So Very like good point. We're all
5: retarded now. Yeah, it, we really are. And it's 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 such a double standard, and the double think is so rampant. Uh, yeah, you know, again, the, the, it really comes down to the, this idea. American can do no wrong, and we're allowed to have as many nuclear weapons as we want, and we're allowed to do anything we want around the world, but other people can't do that. And if you try to fight back, you're a terrorist. Exactly, yeah. No. If, well, yeah. If you're, If you try to fight back from another country, we consider you terrorists, and they consider you freedom fighters and that's the same deal and again I just what I try to do is is put the situation in someone else's shoes if some other country came into your backyard and started blowing up your friends houses and you know your your mini marts and you know your town what would, they, what would you do You know, so you gotta think of these things from from both perspectives folks it's so important to put yourself in other people's shoes and you know we're all humans and we should all be equal on that level so you're on the farm
1: to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. We are here today to affect the change.
7: We are here today to fuel the deconstruction. The official myth. We are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today to begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up.
5: No laughing matter most of what we talk about is no laughing matter but this one is <laughs> a dentist gassed out and passed out, cops say. It's no laughing matter. A Long Island dentist was arrested yesterday after a patient found him unconscious and inhaling nitrous oxide, commonly known as laughing gas, in a treatment chair, police said. The patient had, a, uh, had an appointment with Dr. Norman Rubin's Smithtown office, but when he got there, saw no sign of activity. He went into one of the treatment rooms where Rubin, the doctor, was unconscious Said Lieutenant Kevin Burke, he was unresponsive and drooling. He had a gas mask on his face. Burke, <laughs> the patient called mine when one of the medics arrived, and uh, I guess they must have revived the dentist. But Ruben, was Reuben, the doctor, was arrested after being treated and charged with inhalation of hazardous inhalants. He was free on bail last night. Wow. So you got a dentist who's getting high <laughs> off his own stuff. You know, you know supposed to do that ben. you're not supposed to do that if you're a dentist but can't get high in your own supply i guess not and you know, i'm sure it's a serious condition and i'm sure you get addicted to these things i mean like any drug it's you know you get a mental addiction a physical addiction especially and it's tough but it's just you know just imagine that you're going you're going to see a doctor and what's going through your head when you see him unconscious with a gas mask and he's drooling because he got high on his own nitrous <laughs> center the, the, the waiting room and, and she you says think, you're thinking to yourself you work <laughs> with people's teeth dude like you know like, you, you got to be sharp that's what
3: happens a nurse to the, the waiting room, she says, "The doctor is ready for you, sir." Yes, there he is. You walk in, you see a man <laughs> oh, <laughs> drooling all mother. over himself with <laughs> a gas mask. To his face my God. It is
5: unbelievable. Drugs and alcohol. But folks, uh, we want to get your phone calls tonight and get your opinions again. If you could, you could want to talk about anything you want tonight. But if you want to talk about the the official uh, anniversary of the war, it, it was yesterday—the five-year anniversary—and you know we don't see any, any end in sight, especially with uh, John McPain. Or Juan McPain uh, as a potential candidate. But, uh, Ben, Rollon, What is next in the loop here? Well, FBI posts fake hyperlinks to snare
3: child porn suspects. Oh, this is interesting. So they post hyperlinks on sites that basically look like child porn links. Like, they would be looked to to child porn and video files and things like that. They name them. uh, Gee, I don't even want to go into the names that they name them. But they would name things. They would name them. To get people to click on them. To get people to click on them. And then when people click
5: on them, they... Track the link and they uh, read your home. Mm, that's
3: Good funny. grief.
5: Seems uh, he has said it. It's entrapment. It really is entrapment here, folks. <laughs> Get your thoughts on that when we come back. DNA database, a database plan for children who could become criminals. This is, of course, coming out of the UK. Yes, folks. Pre crime is real. It's happening. It's not false. Stay tuned.
0: Welcome to the White House.
13: chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor, do your country a favor, be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep.
2: It's
12: progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are 10 telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning.
13: Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore.
10: online and on-demand, this is We the People Radio Network.
3: If I were a, if I were a pre-crime investigator, folks, I would target Hitler Clinton, Barack Obama, John McCain, and I would database them. I'd give them a microchip, and I'd throw them in a re-education camp. But luckily,
5: I'm a pretty I a mean, cultivator. Talk, talk about sci-fi getting too real. Um, and you know, actually, the, whenever I do research for shows or whenever I read and put stuff into like a little notepad, I have a I have a little section called UK Syndrome. Because like we always say, the stuff coming out of the UK and it's just some of the stuff you hear from Europe and Germany, it is so bizarre. You know, it, it's it's so amazing. Yeah. And hard to believe, but it, you know, most of it is true, and it's actually going. Cool. It really is. It's like in a zone, but. Uh, you said it been pre-crime. I mean, it is coming to life. DNA database plans for children who could become criminals. London Telegraph came out Monday. Primary no. school, ch- yeah, primary school children should be put on a national DNA database if their behavior suggests they will become criminals. A senior Scotland Yard expert said yesterday, "Yeah, folks, I didn't stumble. That's that's the truth. I guess this guy Gary Pugh, or." whatever the hell his name is, Gary Peer, the director of forensic science and the new DNA spokesman for the Association of Chief Police Officers, called for a debate on the measures required to identify future offenders. So, yes, it is pre-crime. He said, if we have a primary means of identifying people before they offend, then in the long term, the benefits of targeting younger people are extremely large. Great thinking. We have to find who are possibly going to be the biggest threats to society. But critics said this was a step towards a police state that would risk uh, stigmatizing youngsters who had yet to commit a criminal act. You think? (laughs) Well, I don't know. It's not too big of a step. Well, think about the the logic of it, okay? (laughs) He's he's creating something
3: that has the potential to kill millions of people, okay? A a pre-crime database. Okay, so that in itself is a a crime. Yeah. So we can pre-crime him... And maybe lock him up preemptively. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. How does that work? It's a it's a it's a
5: chicken before the egg thing. It's a double standard. It, it, it is. No, it is. Ben, you're right. And I think what it do not buy me again? I don't understand. Yeah, I think what it boils down to, and I think you can also attribute this to the cameras now and of course and I have something else we'll talk about but there's cameras in the schools now in in the, in the UK yep. and then I'll play this clip and someone makes a really good point someone who previously thought it was a good idea to keep safe
9: you know kids safe
5: is that one of the children from the school came back to one of the mothers and said you know this makes me feel like I'm a criminal and I haven't done anything. And that's yeah. it, it's the idea of that's criminal guilty until proven innocent. And, and it's not black and white in that regard, Ben. But it is because think about it. Once you see a camera, what's your first reaction? Oh, I better not do anything wrong. You're already suspect. You're already a suspect. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we should have no cameras and that, you know, cameras on bank vaults shouldn't exist. Duh. Uh, you know, but, but the, the mental... You know the, what, what changes the mind. You know it, it's a mental thing, and yeah. you know it goes down. And this this is bizarre. The DNA database is bizarre enough, but yes, it's all part of this idea that you are guilty first, uh-huh. until you you're proven innocent by the camera. The movie,
3: uh, the movie Taking Liberties was an excellent movie. Tony Blair himself in that movie had stated what you were just talking about, Tony, um, where he where he was felt that children should be profiled at a very young age, um, find out if they're criminals or not, put in the database and be watched.
7: Sure.
5: Yeah. You know, and and I'm completely against that for every reason. I don't think there's any, any reason to do that uh, for for that particular uh, reason there. But um, last week emerged that the number of the 10 to 18 year olds placed on the database after being arrested will have reached about 1.5 million Wow. This time next year, the details the details of more than 4.5 million people. Get this, Ben. More than 4.5 million people, including about 150,000 children under the age of 16, are held on the government's database, making it the largest system of its kind in the world. Police in England and Wales need parental consent to take DNA sample from children under 10, the age of criminal responsibility. Well, the worst part is, you know, eventually what's going to happen with that.
3: Is these, ch- these poor kids are going to be in the database... They're going to have their Echelon NSA type of security systems watching them, picking out keywords that coincide with the records that are on their database, linking those up and... Putting and, and software recognition, uh, so, uh, keyword recognition software, wow. flagging those those information things, going immediately to the police. That's, yeah, and, that, and that's the exactly will, it. The, the police will be hardened war soldiers that will come and just kick
5: down your door. Yeah, and uh, let's, have not, right let's also. You. Let's not forget too, folks, that you know, in this instance, we're talking about let's say we're talking about the cameras, right. Cameras today do what they do. They're they're you know, much easier to manufacture. They're becoming smaller and smaller. You can put a camera anywhere. Literally, Ben, you can yep. put a camera anywhere, anywhere. Um, but on top of that, let's let's also try to think about the future of cameras. W- you know, what are cameras going to be doing in the future? They're going to be rec- like you said. They're going to be recognizing things, certain behaviors, uh, certain bodily movements are going to be suspect. This can only go south from a personal liberty standpoint. Only south. It could never help. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you, again, and I, I want to play this clip because this opened my eyes. Finally, someone uh, in the UK listened to their child. Friends, parents
0: half the time are the ones backing the, the pupils yeah. over, over bad behavior. So, Yasmin, uh, do you think we need or indeed should have CCTV cameras in schools?
4: I'm completely in two minds. I spoke to my daughter who I took to the film with me last night and I said what I was going to say, which is I think there... You have no idea, nor do I, how bad things have got in some schools. Mm. So to look back at a time when things were possible, some things are simply so different now. And with bullying in particular, I felt it would be really important because often victims are scared to, to, to talk about it if it's caught on camera. They're saying this to my daughter, and she went, Why? She, no, no, you mustn't say that. You must say, no, it's an infringement of our liberty. It's criminalizing us. I have to say what she said. She's 14. It's her voice. And she said, look, you're making these us children feel like criminals before we do
5: anything. Yeah, yeah. period. And a story. Whatever. Um... And that's and that's type of stuff is going to make them criminals. I would recommend folks go check out this video on YouTube, uh, just entitled "Schools Go Orwell: Colon CCTV uh, in Classrooms." It's a very good debate. And geez, Ben, I wish I had we had media like this in our country. You'd never get this stuff off a of Fox yep. and then Morning Joe or break you, that they'd guy's head. They call you head. a nutcase. would say you were paranoid. You just never, you know, you just go 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 never go get doors. you never get genuine opinion. And even if you do, it's just it's it's always the same idea. Where oh yeah, it's great. It's going to keep people safe and. You know this this was an actual very you know they actually talked to people who were for and against it it was a good balanced debate mm-hmm. and uh a kind of eye opening so i'd recommend you go check it out but i mean just the first sentence of that video they're debating whether to put cameras in the classrooms now uh-huh. i mean is every single with s- the school bathrooms
3: in the stalls yeah, well, that's, started that's that started with that that's a whole different can of beans and this is and this is something that we were talking about last uh on tuesday before we before we got cut off um <laughs> was that they, they have these cameras in the school bathrooms. They have them in the stalls. Uh, they're constantly being watched. They're constantly being surveilled. the covered yeah. Then they go out into the hall, and there's a police, a big bald-headed thug police officer walking around the hall with a nightstick, with a gun, with handcuffs, um, and, and they're doing stuff like that. The doors are... there's Some places they are starting to lock the doors um, so that people can't get into the school. Um, it's just they're, they're turning our public schools to a prison. They're getting people used to being prisoners. I mean, how... How can anyone, you know, just in America, let's just look at America right here. How can anyone claim that America is a free country when one in 100 people are in prison right now? We have the highest prison population in the entire world. world. Most of these people, nonviolent offenders, most of these people just doing drugs, smoking a joint, doing cocaine, they have problems with with drugs, and they're just thrown into a prison. This isn't a free country. I'm sorry. It's not free. It's not not land of
5: the free. And... and 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 if it is home of the brave, Ben, we better start acting in bigger numbers because I know there's a lot of brave folks out there, and we talk to them and we hear them call our show all the time, and, 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 you know, I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, I go hang out with other people and other friends, and they don't know what is up and what's down. They don't have an idea. They don't have a clue as to what's going on around them. That's not bravery to me. And, And on top of that, Ben, you try to expose, try to tell them, inform them, they're not brave, and they tell you to shut up. Because they're cowards. Yeah, they, they do one of yeah one of ten different things. Whatever.
3: I mean, now, t- and, and talking about you know the cameras and surveillance watching you. Sure. This article right here, ridiculous, ridiculous. Here in the United States, Comcast cameras to start watching you. Ooh. If you have some tinfoil handy, now might be a good time to fashion a hat. <gasps> Better, yeah. At the Digital Living Room Conference today, Gerald Kunkel, Comcast senior VP of user, user experience, told me the cable company is experimenting with different camera technologies built into devices so we can know who's in your living room the idea being that if you turn on your cable box it recognizes you and pulls up and um, pulls up shows already in your profile or makes rec- recommendations recommendations if parents are watching tv with their children for example parents control could appear to block certain content from appearing on the screen holy crap yes kunko also said this type of monitoring is a holy grail because it could help serve up specifically tailored ads well, that's,
5: see, that's the real motivate. You've got to be
3: kidding yeah, me. Yeah,
11: absolutely. Uncle oh, said the system
5: no
3: wouldn't be based on facial recognition, so there wouldn't be a picture of you on file.
5: Mm. Yeah. Well, it's just for your safety, folks. You know, listen, you know, they want to make sure that they can you know, get their ad space in there. Listen, everything is everything's advertised. Now, you want to talk about SICK. Yeah, You want to talk about going so far beyond the line in the sand. And so then, and, and then again, getting back to the schools here, Ben, so let's talk about um, solutions, you know, and, and many people in this country, uh, countrywide, not just, you know, Vermont people in Northeast, but, you know, many people have decided to homeschool. And it seems as though, well, listen, if we get the kids out of the schools, you know, which, which is corrupting their minds, you know, uh-huh. it, and, and, and granted, you lose the social... Etiquette, fine, I understand that. Uh, but let's, let's be honest, uh, school's not for every child. We've been to school, we know certain kids just don't make it, and, and they get abused constantly. So, so homeschooling is one solution, but again, we, I guess we must have missed this particular, uh, article here, but, uh, February 29th at a World Net Daily, a judge orders homeschools into government education. So, uh, we'll read this when we get back, but the basis is that a judge ruled that the children of this family had to be enrolled in either a private or a public school in California. What? I mean it's it's it literally out of Nazi Germany. The rule in Germany right now, you cannot have your kids in homeschool. So stay tuned, folks. Many more of this when we come back on the animal farm.
6: If elected mayor,
0: my first act will be to kill the whole lot of you and burn your turn to cinders. <laughs>
7: On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Pauls. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule or call 512 775
1: In God's
0: name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence. I'm speaking to you now.
1: Turn them off.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, if you think that uh, your child needs to go to public schools to be smart and to be successful, I have two words for you, one name that everybody is familiar with on this or network. Or should be. Catherine Albrecht. Yes. Brilliant, brilliant Thank woman um, who uh, who dropped out very early in, in her age. I think 16. Not not positive. There's a whole other host of names that we were just talking about during the break. Albert Einstein, uh, Carl Sagan, Mike Bell. Um, Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. You know, these, <laughs> these masterminds, these people that have literally shaped our worlds, Um dropped out of school at an incredibly young age. So what does that really tell you when you think about it, you know? Are, are, are we quelching imagination in our public schools?
5: Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, the simple, so the simple idea here is, is different strokes for different folks. I mean, certain people are good at this, certain people are good at that, and certainly school's not right for everybody, but we left off talking about how uh, all of these issues that are going on with the cameras and the surveillance and, and specifically talking about schools. We said, you know, it's one of those solutions people tries, homeschooling, but um, I was actually talking to my friend Carrie before the show, and he alerted me to this particular story, and I'm glad he did, because this one went right over my head. I don't think we talked about this one, but at a World Net daily, uh, California court, court has ruled that several children in one homeschool family must be enrolled in a public school or legally qualified private school, and oh, must wow. attend sending ripples of shock into the nation's homeschooling advocates as the family reviews its options for appeal. The ruling came in a case brought against Philip and Mary Long o- over the education being provided to two of their eight children. They are considering an appeal to the state Supreme Court because they have homeschooled all of their children, the oldest now 29, because of various anti Christian influences in California's public schools. The decision from the Second uh, Appellate Court in Los Angeles granted a special petition brought by lawyers appointed to represent the two youngest children after the family's homeschooling was brought to the attention of child advocates. Here's the quote of the day, huh? We find no reason to strike down the legislature's evaluation of what constitutes an adequate education scheme of sufficient to promote a general diffusion of knowledge and intelligence, the court said in the case. We agree the educational program of the state of California was designed to promote the general welfare of all the people and was not designed to accommodate the personal ideas of any individual uh, in the field of education. And, and folks, we, we are going to play Laura live. Before we get to Laura live, Ben, I've got to get your comments on this because this is, I mean, we, we sometimes maybe go a little too far. We say, oh, yes, we're becoming Nazi Germany, but, you know, we know that it's very close. This is right out of Nazi Germany it's it's like verbatim. You're not allowed to yeah. even today. You're not allowed since 1938. You're not allowed to homeschool your child, your children, in Germany because of a Nazi law, because of an Adolf Hitler uh, law that was implemented there. So it's it's like you know wh- wh- where else can you draw the parallels besides here? I mean, this is obvious. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You should
2: control have control. just a flick of a switch.
5: I don't give a damn about CPS or anything. You should have every right to school your child without question. Period. It's your child. This
3: is your country. It's it's not only that. Even if you are spitting out stupid kids, you know, even if you are doing your homeschooling and you're spitting out dummies, then uh, you still have have your right. Because let me tell you something, folks. There's there's plenty of dummies coming out of public school. Oh, good God. And not only that, but if you look at the results of public school versus private school, (laughs) <laughs> it's ridiculous. You go to a spelling bee, go to a spelling bee, you you're, you're going to see a uh, um not a private, uh, you're going to see a bunch of idiots, but you're also going to see uh homeschooled kids there that are participating in the competition of course. and they're going to the finals and the public school kids are just getting blown away like it's nothing. Did it ever I mean, occur? It is, yeah. And and you get people out there that literally, you know, don't want other kids to homeschool their kids because I I've actually heard people say those stupid homeschool kids that yeah. Right. That are kind of weird and they're antisocial, they're gonna hurt somebody.
5: It's like, wh- what kind of assumption is that? Did it ever occur to these people? I and mean, we know you know what the real motivation here is, but did it ever occur to you that maybe not every child is fit for a social situation such as 30 kids in a class? You know, maybe your kid's a nerd. Maybe your kid's not going to fit in. It's just unbelievable. And, and I think the father of the family said in this, in this particular case, we just don't want them teaching our children, meaning the schools, he told uh, World Net Daily. They teach things that are totally contrary to what we believe. They put questions in our children's mind we don't feel they're ready for. Well, your beliefs don't matter. So what I'm saying, even if you believe, even if you worship Satan, you should have a right to do what you want with your children. Yeah. To homeschool them, I feel. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is your, this is your country, but, uh, Folks, you know the news. It is what it is, and you know it comes down to the line of the sand. But we are when we come back from break. We're going to play a lot, uh, Laura Live with Charles Ratner, and again we have some some competition going on here. Ben, I'm going to try to catch up to you even more. And Pie finally got on the board. So, folks, stay tuned. We should be right back.
2: The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths,
0: and to secret
7: proceedings.
2: You're listening to the Animal
1: Farm Radio Show on the People's Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Give us
5: a call at 888-202-1984. Well, as we mentioned last week, America's most popular game show, Ben. More Law or Lie. American Idol. The, the Animal Farm Zone. Law or Lie. Uh, Charles Ratner, our legal correspondent, is on the air. Charles, can you hear us? I sure can. All right, Charles, how are you today? Doing great. All right, Charles, we mustn't keep the people waiting. Everybody knows what time it
10: is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play... Law or Lie!
5: Over. That's right, folks. Law or lie? America's most beloved game show. do do that, game show host. Boy, see you'll. all right, folks. Right, Fuck you by Mister. Oh, nice <laughs> to eat. Please have one that's stay or neutered. I gotta get that little microphone with a nipple on you, like Bob Barker, don't I? I'm not doing that. What are you crazy, Charles Ratner, Thank you for joining us. And folks, if you haven't played the game yet, it's very simple. But I do want to make sure you listen very closely because we've got some confusion. Charles Ratner, our legal correspondent, certified lawyer, he's going to spit out four laws to the audience here. One of these laws is n- is n- not true. It's not an actual law. It's a, it's a faulty law, okay? Every other law is true. So our job here at the Animal Farm and you listening at home with your family members is to guess which law is bunk, which one is not true. That's the point of the game show. So uh, with all that, we did learn last week in law or lie that in Las Vegas, Nevada, prostitution is illegal. It's not legal, despite popular belief. That was the bunk. The law, he said, was that it was legal. Obviously, that was bunk. That's what we learned last week. So, Charles, uh, I'm going to shut up, like always, here, and give you the floor so that you can tell us the four laws of today, and then we'll guess. Go ahead, Charles. It's all yours.
7: All right.
11: Well, last week, you had a little. Uh, you went off a little bit on traffic, so that was my inspiration for uh, this, uh, this segment. Uh, Great. So, traffic laws. Uh, Number one, under Colorado law, among other states, a person can only drive in the far left lane of a major highway when passing other motor vehicles. Law number two, under New York law, a driver on a major highway is normally permitted to pass another vehicle on the right. Law number three, Under Illinois law, a police officer must show you the speed that you registered on his radar or laser upon your request. And law number four is that uh, Texas prohibits police departments from using a quota system for issuing traffic tickets.
5: Interesting. Okay, Charles. Like always, I'm going to repeat these. Once again, you've done a great job. You've done a real doozy. I don't smell any bait this week, Ben, but I'm sure there's some there. So let me repeat these, and then we'll get to the guessing. Law number one, under Colorado law, statute, text, uh, a person can only drive in the far left lane of a major highway to pass other cars in Colorado. Law number two, under New York law, a driver on a major highway is permitted to pass another vehicle on the right. Number three, under Illinois law, a police officer must show you the speed you registered on his radar or laser equipment upon your request. And law number four, under Texas law, Police departments are prohibited from using a quota system for issuing traffic tickets. I hope to God four is true. Uh, I will guess first this week since I've been kind of uh, taking it uh, on the caboose here or whatever. Um, I'm going to pick. That law number two is false. Under New York law, a driver on a major highway is permitted to pass another vehicle on the right. Ben, you can guess number two. Charlie, you got me really, really good last This is week, crazy. Man, and I,
3: I give you mad props for that, man. Uh, that was that was really brilliant. But I'm going to have to agree with Tony on this, one. So I'm going to go with number two.
5: It is, And it's unanimous, Ben. It's a pious ben tony combo, all going for the bait law all number right. two. Again, we're saying that in New York... This is the bunk law, that a driver on a major highway is permitted to pass another vehicle on the right. We're going to have a drum roll, and Charles, you're going to tell us which law is bunk, please.
6: The bunk law is...
11: Law number
6: three.
5: No! You
11: bastard!
5: (laughs) You are sneaky,
3: (laughs) little bastard.
11: I'll just add that under under no states laws you actually can never request a police officer to to show you the speed on the radar equipment. So just don't do it if you get pulled over. In any. Oh gosh,
5: good note. That's a good one, Charlotte. Okay, so tell us uh, tell us more. Go ahead.
11: Okay, well uh, most of the states laws, but like Colorado, you uh, you can only stay in the left lane when you're passing a car. So those people that stay in the left lane when they don't left lane hugs, pay attention. That's the law in most states. You have to okay. have the way. Uh, under New York law it's one of the few states that allows you to actually pass on the right but normally most states do not I had to try to catch you with that one since a couple
5: I knew it, I knew it was a bait, I knew it
3: I I gotta say this, I think under Connecticut law and you can tell me if I'm wrong Charlie because you live in Connecticut um, is it true that you can pass on the right side if you have three lanes on the highway, three or more lanes on the highway, is that true?
11: Yeah, three or more lanes, but otherwise you're not allowed to pass on them, right? Okay, let's just check in. Okay, thank you.
5: All right, so Charles, in Texas law, police departments are prohibited from using a quota system for issuing traffic tickets. That's true.
11: Yeah, you know, normally I'm trashing Texas laws, but I actually like this one. So Thank
5: God, that's a great law. Yeah. Good law, very North nice.
11: You should pick that one up.
5: Yeah, I agree. I, in fact, we, we, I think I was saying that last show, this quota system, when we were talking about the, uh, you know, the agents at the airport looking for terrorism because they have to, because they have to fill a certain quota. Sick, unbelievable, unreliable. Yeah. And I think it should also pertain to, uh, to traffic too. So,
3: so tell me this, okay, I, I have the scores here, I think, for the, for the long run, and tell me if I'm right here. Go ahead, Ben. Three, I'm three and six? You're three for six. You're two for six? I'm two for six. Pyeth is one for six. One for
5: six. Okay. Alright. All right. That's right. Alright. That is right. Charles, you've done another great job. Uh, the state of Texas thanks you. The state of New York thanks you. And we all here at the Animal Farm and our beloved listeners thank you once again for making it a special Law or Lie. Thank you so much, Charles. Oh, boy. Well, see, folks, you know, isn't it great... Much better than guessing what box has more money in it, isn't it? (laughs) Stupid friggin' game shows! What a waste of civilization. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you know we try to add some humor, folks. We try to do it, you know, get a little doozy done. But uh, we'll take a quick break here and uh, give us a call. Eventually, Ben, I think we're going to try to have more participation on the game show, but it's just tough, you know. We got the delay thing, and once the site becomes more interactive, maybe we'll have a vote now section or something. Oh yes, (laughs) because this 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 is too much fun. But uh, stay tuned, folks, around the farm.
2: I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show
1: on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com.
3: Folks, I've been sitting on this one for a while, and I haven't had a chance to to read it here on the air. Um, headline is: Bhutto has proof. Benazir Bhutto, the uh, woman who got assassinated, was poised to reveal proof that Pakistan's election committee and the ISI were seeking to rig the upcoming general election that night she was assassinated. This is from Karachi. Benazir Bhutto was poised to reveal proof that Pakistan's election commission. And shadowy spy agency were seeking to rig an upcoming general election the night she was assassinated, a top aide said on Tuesday. Senator Latif Koza, who authored a 160 page dossier with Bhutto documenting rigging taxes, said they ranged from intimidation to fake ballots and were in some cases unwittingly funded by U.S. aid. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Bhutto had been due to give uh, the report to two visiting U.S. lawmakers over dinner on December 27th the day she was killed in the suicide bombing. The state agencies are manipul- man- manipulating the whole process. Process Koza, a top Budo aide and head of her Pakistani People's Party Election Monitoring Unit, told Reuters. So,
5: Very interesting stuff. A little ben. food for thought for everybody. Yes, and I want to keep that ball rolling, just kind of little tidbits here before we have our next break coming up. But scientists have spotted organic molecule on a distant planet. I'm sure Charles Ratner listening would like this article. He's big on the science uh, scene here. Out of Reuters, an organic molecule has been spotted for the first time in the atmosphere of a planet outside of our solar system. A key step towards possibly finding signs of life on a distant world, scientists said. Astronomers using the Hubble Space Telescope found methane in the atmosphere of a planet called HD 189733b. What a name. What, which is about. The, warm and friendly. And <laughs> do you think they ever argue, like, no, no, change that 7 to a 6? No, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a scientific method. <laughs> I'm just being a fool. Which is about the size of Jupiter. Uh, the planet is the size of Jupiter, and it uh, is 63 light years from Earth, they said in a research uh, published on Wednesday in the, the journal Nature.
2: Fascinating
5: as it is, organic molecules contain carbon-hydrogen bonds and can be found in living things. Methane, for instance, is found in natural gas and cattle belches. Mm, excellent. <laughs> but the scientists were quick to. <laughs> you gotta do that. The potty humor kills me. But the scientists were quick to point out that this distant planet <laughs> with atmospheric temperatures around 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit, a thousand degrees Celsius, is not thought to be a candidate for hosting a life form. I don't know. Hot, 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 and warm. It's pretty hot. It's definitely (laughs) not warm. It's more hot. But yeah, there you go. Food for thought here, Ben. A little something else going on outside of the Obama, you know, uh campaign thing with the pastor and i still contend i still just cannot believe that after all this news about obama i'm not playing the democrat you know jersey here but uh i still can't believe that juan mcpain has not been questioned like this like obama has about his preacher it it just i can't believe it kills me it kills me we got phone calls coming back folks but uh stay tuned you're listening to the animal farm much more news on the way we got some uh protesting going on in the nation and of course they're being arrested because it's not freedom uh stay tuned we shall return
0: I'll be right back. Don't you go dying
1: on me. This is Dr. Katherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available, and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare, I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Mm -hmm.
4: Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444.
10: Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, eFoodsDirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Online and on demand. This is We the People Radio Network. Welcome
4: back, welcome back, welcome back.
6: Welcome back.
3: Yes, indeed. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 888 202 1984 is the uh, number to reach us if you want to give us a, uh, an instant message. Our screen name, our AOL instant message screen name, is Animal Farm Show. All one word. We're coming up on your phone calls right here. We have Carl from Quebec. Carl, you're on the air.
8: Oh, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Just listening in, what you guys are talking about. Uh, Hello, Carl. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, I didn't know, because his phone cut off on me before. That's why I'm asking.
6: <laughs> All right, no problem.
8: I didn't have anything to really ask. I was just listening to what you were talking about. You know, I heard about the Obama, and you missed something about McCain or something. uh um nothing new with me really
3: i'm just you know carl carl what did you think about our game show what what did you choose
8: which one i didn't know
5: were you listening to law or lie carl were you paying attention during law or lie
8: be honest i just cut in like five minutes ago
5: okay so is there anything on your mind you wanted to talk to us about
8: uh no i've just Trying to see what you guys were
5: talking about. First. <laughs> <That> girl, <laughs> and, you called up our radio show
3: and then not decided not to talk about anything. I think Carl just likes the Animal Farm. I
8: don't know. I'm just Carl- listening to what you guys
3: are talking
5: about. I you just want to be <laughs> near us, Carl? No, no, Carl. Listen, isn't? It? Give us a call anytime. We welcome all calls from all people. But uh, you know, we just if you have something in your mind, let us know. If not. uh... You know, you're always welcome on the farm here, Carl. Well, you're always welcome, and we thank you. So, uh, well, folks, listen, if you want to just call. Thank you. And listen into the phone. That's cool, too. I mean, hey, you know, can't, <laughs> <we> can't discriminate. <laughs> but uh, for the time being, Carl, we're going to just kind of move on. And if you do have any other uh, ideas, just give us a call back, and we'll be more than happy to. Uh, Everybody loves you, and so do I. God bless you. Okay, Ben, so keep keep the ball rolling.
3: Gun owners fooled by mammoth Supreme Court. I, I And this is. This is by uh, Paul Joseph Watson and Steve Watson. The two brothers have teamed up, the dynamic duo, to write this incredible Great. article. And I'm going to read this because I think it's, I think it is incredible. And they really uh, point out, point out what's going on here in America. Comments made by justices in an ongoing landmark case have been heralded as a quote unquote victory for individual rights to bear arms by the media and embraced by self-proclaimed conservatives. But in reality, gun owners are the victim of a mammoth hoax, and the Second Amendment is being destroyed. As Gun Owners of America pointed out today in USA Today op-ed, the Second Amendment is the very bedrock of America and shouldn't be, and shouldn't even be the subject of Supreme Court debate. I agree. The individual rights to bear yes. arms wins favor in court argument. The headline from the New York Law Journal was typical of the media output after most of the night Supreme Court justices hinted that the right to bear arms is a quote-unquote general right. However, the case is likely to conclude with the introduction of several new regu- regulations on hand, gun ownerships at the very least, and if the government gets its way, a total ban on hand comes. The outcome will set the precedent for gun laws nationwide. The New York Law Journal writes, Justi- Justice Kennedy's comments appear to spell trouble for efforts by the District of Columbia to revive its strict handgun ban, although lawyers for both the Bush administration and gun rights advocates acknowledge that some lesser regulations of the rights would be acceptable. Now, I have a question for you, the listener out there. Can you regulate a right, or is it inherent? Can you regulate a
5: privilege? Mm -hmm. You could regulate a privilege. Sure. But can you regulate a right? No. My answer is no, and it's funny because uh, I I went to go get my pistol permit. I never actually followed through because in the state of New York, you basically have to you know you have to get like 17 people to sign your life away. It's it's just I didn't have the time to go and do all these things. And uh, a friend who's a lawyer actually asked me while I was in the process. He goes, Do you think all these methods and these steps you have to take are an infringement of your Second Amendment? And at the time, I said no. Because I figured, you know, maybe not everybody should have a gun, but the more I'm looking into these things, Wrong! Ben, well, that's yeah. a really
3: interesting question. How huh? do they mark that and put it in a special little file if your answer is yes? Well, my
5: friend asked me. Yeah, my my oh, your friend, my friend, died. who's a was, lawyer. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'm
3: sorry. I thought you were talking well, my, about an actual lawyer who was signing paperwork or whatever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he,
5: he's a good friend. You know, he he's he works all the time. But he he asked me, and I I know I'm sure that it was you know topic of many cases he read, and it's a lot of debate. Um, my answer to him today is yes, absolutely. This is an infringement on my right. The article two, the you know, Second Amendment clearly states a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And a lot of this, a lot of this talk. Talk. Uh, you know, if you could disseminate all the stuff going on between Obama and McCain, all this crap, you know, a lot of talk uh, for Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning on the radios and on the TV. It was all about, well, you know, it's only so many words and we have to interpret it certain ways. And I understand, you know, it's a living document, all this stuff. But what is there to interpret? It, it, it's, it doesn't just say, it says, a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state and it should just include and the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Shall not be infringed. So it's both. I know, but maybe I'm just. Here? And go ahead. in
3: here because I, I listen to a lot of liberal radio here yeah. and there. Um, one of the things that liberal radio says is uh, that a militia is the national guard. That's what. That's what. Not. That's is. not what a militia is. I no. know I understand that, Tony. <laughs> but I'm saying that's what they're. <laughs> well, that's what they say. F and
5: liberals, I don't care what they <laughs> I, I, think. I, I
3: could give. A, that's the thing. But then the, another uh, another thing, another part of that is they say the people. To have the right to be secure in our arms they say people as a generalization not as an individual right that's their
5: thought. liberals can go to hell <laughs> the, the second amendment clearly states a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed i don't care if sean hannity thinks it's green or if laura england thinks it's blue or rush limbaugh smokes a cigar i don't care it, the fact of the matter is, it's clearly stated in the in the uh, Bill of Rights. So, I mean, you know, it's not,
3: it's not only that, but you have these, you have thousands upon thousands of quotes uh, by the founding founders and the people that wrote, wrote the document that had said that you know, individual rights to bear
5: arms is is the way that they uh, that the way that they wrote it. Well, let's take it a step further and let's talk about the eventual outcome of what they're trying to do. They being the government, they being the establishment, military-industrial complex. They want your guns. They've been grabbing them for. These 30 years aggressively, and the more you look at, there's two. There's two things I wanted to say. The more you look over time at governments who wanted to control the population, it's it clearly you can see they've been grabbing the people's mm-hmm. guns and taking away their rights. Well, let me, let me is, well, hold on. But the second thing okay. is that, the, and I, I'll let you go. But the second thing is, the more you do research about gun crimes, homicides, suicides mm-hmm. too, the more you research, it, the more you realize that it's always I- illegal firearms firearms that are not registered. Mm-hmm. You we can go into a debate about registration All lot. Fine, I understand that. But uh, on top of it, when you take people's guns away in a city, crime increases, not decreases. When you give people guns, crime decreases. That's it's a right. fact. It's the it's opposite fact. of what you think. The opposite of the... Everybody thinks, oh, yeah, guns kill people, so let's take them away. No! Illegal guns have killed people. Guns that are not regulated so we can go a step
3: further you know we have a a set of commercials here on we the people radio network that talk about kennesaw georgia exactly how they actually they actually have a law where you have to own a gun if you are a household i like they have one of the lowest crime rates in the entire country Mm -hmm. vermont is another example Mm -hmm. of a a really low crime rates because no criminal wants to break in a house if they think that some if the if the owner owns a gun you know that no criminal wants to break into a house it's right. that
5: and it's 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 it's, a, it's more than that too
3: 45 and
8: bang
5: I was when I was going for my course there I was talking to a retired cop who now gives the courses to train for a pistol license and he says he goes you know think about it would you rather have a population that has guns that are not trained how to use them or would you rather have someone who knows what a firearm is how to shoot it and what you know what it's all about and obviously the latter is a safer alternative I'd rather have people educated about firearms now I don't think in every state you could mandate that someone has to have a firearm. I'm not against the move, though, and I think that, you know, the bottom line is people should know how to use a firearm, and they should be uh, encouraged to protect themselves. This whole debate is lessening our ability to protect ourselves, and it's ridiculous. You know, if I want to get a gun and go to a shooting range and shoot it, I should have the damn right to do so. This is just another step towards getting rid of that, so... I, you know, I, I cannot I don't see much gray area in this particular debate, Ben. I, I, think I just taking it away. Correct.
3: I don't see it either. Um, we're coming up on a break shortly here, but when we get back, i want to I want to get into my personal story about the Second Amendment and what I thought before I had woken up, before I'd even started researching politics, what I thought the reason for the right to own guns in the United States was for. Um, so when we get back, we'll talk about that. and we'll also take your phone calls website folks is animal dot com number to reach us is eight 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 two zero two nineteen eighty four will be back momentarily will from missouri we're going to take your call
5: uh... so stay tuned yeah folks and if anybody else has uh, more opinions about the the gun law just, to, just seriously give us a call in because i know a lot of people listening in texas especially i think they feel much more strongly than i do i'm a new yorker you know we're, we're used yeah. to not having guns in new york but a lot of people um take it for granted in new york and i think texas is a different story so folks stay tuned and definitely give us a call You're on the animal farm
6: what is your major malfunction
11: nut-nut?
0: what are these so-called republican front-runners for president support amnesty for illegal aliens like liberals out of control spending like the democrats nation building overseas wasn't that bill clinton's policy flip-flopping on the issues what's republican about any of that the real republican is ron paul
2: the republicans are losing because they did not keep their promise to end big government at home and nation building overseas my record is different
0: yes Ron Paul's record is different Ron Paul has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget Ron Paul voted against amnesty for illegal aliens Ron Paul voted against nation building overseas Ron Paul follows the Constitution not the lawyers not the lobbyists not the latest poll learn more about Ron Paul the real Republican running for president go to ronpaul Paul 2008.com
2: that's ronpaul Paul 2008.com this is Ron Paul candidate for president and I Approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Electron Paul.
13: Government is best which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means
11: never having to say you're sorry.
1: What part of unconstitutional do not understand, George?
0: In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty stickers from humorous to serious at libertystickers.com. Libertystickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at libertystickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to libertystickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877 873 9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877 873 9626. That's 877 873 9626.
2: Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the GunParts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The GunParts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts, and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email gunpartsguy at hotmail.com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at gunpartsguy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices.
10: Lighting the Fires of Liberty with your host Michael Badnarik from 7am to 9am Central Monday through Friday only on We the People Radio Network. You're listening to the Animal Farm radio show on We
1: the People
3: Radio
1: Network. Visit us on the
3: web at animalfarmshow.com. Ohio Seizes Voting Machines and Criminal Investigation by Ryan Hall. At the request of election officials, the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Identification and Investigation has seized voting machines for forensic analysis and has launched a criminal investigation into the Franklin County Board of Elections. The investigation was launched after Jennifer Bruner, Ohio's Secretary of State and Chief Election Official, found that a candidate's name was marked as withdrawn on the electronic voting machines that she used during recent primaries. An irregularity that was also reported by voters in other precincts. The State Attorney General is now working with a team of computer forensic consultants to determine if there was any tampering,
5: and uh, clear
3: cases all over the country of tampering. Of course, you know.
5: Another another issue which uh... which definitely you know in my mind constitutes massive protesting. Yeah. Um. And you know it's just another thing. You look at it like, wow, okay, they're talking about our constitution. They're taking that away from us. And these electronic voting machines. You know, whoever's pulling pushing the buttons uh... on these things basically are you know they're the ones that deciding the elections, even if that's the case. So, uh, but there was a case of protest. I know that, you know, because of the anniversary yesterday, people, a lot of people protested and. Any, time it's peaceful protesting, I'm always for it. No matter what it is, it could be for something I don't agree with, but, uh-huh. uh, there's the First Amendment in and of itself. But, in this case, if it's true what I read out of the AP, uh, Portland, Oregon, where police used pepper spray and demonstrators protesting, uh, the Iraq War in downtown Portland on its fifth anniversary, the demonstrators later, uh, hopped a train headed for a military recruitment center. But the thing that, um, really disturbed me is it seems as though they were, they were, they were assaulting cops. I mean, not, you know, brutally assaulting them, but that one of them kicked the policeman in the knee, and you know, this I'm is the kind of thing. Yeah, this is the kind of thing where. And I'm not saying I'm not sure if it's true, but it really isn't the point. My my ultimate argument here is, if this is true in a, theoretic, a theoretical way, police bureau spokesman Sergeant Brian Schuma said, Sean Biggers, 23, was arrested Wednesday and charged with assaulting an officer, uh, disorderly conduct, and interfering with officer after he allegedly kicked the policeman in the knee. That is not acceptable yeah that is not how you peacefully protest. DLT, if they DLT, assault you, DLT, you know, then you DLT, might have to try protect your farm. but that is not the way you protest. That's going to lead to problems. And the other thing uh-huh. was I read that they were, there was a, an Army recruitment center that was vandalized, and I don't agree with that either. Yeah. There, there, there's another mis- miscommunication. Well, it, you know, maybe it was a, some more of those lovely provocateurs they like to throw in every now and then. It, it, no, maybe so, Ben. And, I, and I'm not saying I believe the article or I'm, you know, I'm for AP's view on this or I'm believing the Bureau Spokesman here. I'm just saying if this is true then I disagree with this particular case. You can't protest by kicking a policeman in the knee. No. If I'm a policeman and you kick me, Ben, you're going down. <laughs> not if it's by taser or by poison or whatever, you're going down, buddy. Uh, back to your phone calls. We'll try right, again. Terry in Michigan, what's on your mind? You're on the farm.
9: Yeah, how's it going?
5: Yes, sir. Uh,
9: it, you guys are talking about the gun control and whether guns kill people or not. I just want uh, to read you my um, sure. bumper sticker. Go ahead, read it. Uh, Okay, guns kill people like spoons made Rosie O'Donnell fat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, Terry, you said that. I actually heard, uh, I heard a different, I think I was, I was actually watching Larry the Cable Guy. It was on TV last, and he goes, you know, if guns kill people, then I can blame misspelled words on my pencil. It's absolutely true, I agree. Terry, uh, we're going to hold you over up against a break. But now it's true, you know, where the responsibility are not in the guns, the people pulling the triggers, let's get real, we're human beings, folks. Stay tuned, you're on the farm.
8: Okie okay, religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blast, at sorry,
4: kid.
13: Government is best which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism.
11: Being in government means never having to say you're sorry.
1: What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George?
0: In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. Libertystickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at libertystickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to libertystickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626.
12: It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to dot com or call 608 Act today, as there will be no warning.
10: Hi neighbor, the world famine is in its third year. Our harvest is too small to get through the year. Genetically poisoned food, dangerous food imports, and constantly recalled disease contaminated foods are mixed in with our safe food. Farm food production is turned into ethanol fuel. What should I do? How long can I afford food or till there's no food? How long before it's all poisoned? Will three years worth of food supply be enough? Or will it only postpone my trip to the population control breadline? Will it be okay to wait till after the holidays? I'll use what I didn't spend on Christmas for a something-is-better-than-nothing supply. I'll get the rest later. How long do I dare wait? I know I'll regret not starting sooner and not getting enough food. I have to decide while I still have a choice. Tell me what to do. Now take your own advice and call 800-409-5633 or on the web eFoodsDirect.com. Call 800-409-5633.
6: Remember,
2: remember the 5th of November.
0: I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to
5: We the People Radio Network. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right.
1: Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right.
3: We talked about this Tuesday, John McCain basically saying that uh, Iran is taking al-Qaeda into its country, <laughs> training them and sending them back. Oh, but, and, uh, I guess <laughs> I guess we the people have made a, a big enough stink as to where they actually put out a response. So he says in a, prefer- in a press conference today, John McCain misspoke and immediately corrected himself by stating that Iran is in fact supporting radical Islam extremists in Iraq, not al-Qaeda. As the transcript shows, Democrats have launched political attacks today because they know the American people have deep concerns about their candidates' judgment and readiness to lead as commander in chief. <laughs> so he takes this unreal stupid thing that he does and which we have the clip right here and I'll play it. He takes this stupid thing that he does and, and uses it to attacks attack the Democrats politics at its finest here's the clip
13: but in a news conference with local reporters McCain misspoke in the way he accused Iran of fomenting violence in Iraq
0: common knowledge and has been reported in the media that uh, that Al Qaeda is going back into Iran and receiving training and are coming back into
2: Iraq from Iran
0: except that Al Qaeda in Iraq is largely Sunni and Iran's government is largely
13: Shia (laughs) the two sects have feuded for centuries after a whispered Reminder from Connecticut Senator Joe Lieberman: McCain immediately corrected himself.
0: I'm sorry. The Iranians are are training extremists. Not Al Qaeda. <laughs> you idiot. He's probably hey. He's like yo,
5: John. He's like you dumbass. You got <laughs> <had> it wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, <laughs> Ben. Oh, but, yeah. But they say that he misspoke. They said that he misspoke. It. That's I what I want, want to, want to ask you about. Yeah. It says he made identical remarks on Hugh Hewitt's radio show. As well and it and it makes clear that he didn't he didn't misspeak. So it's it's a bunch of nonsense that he misspoke.
5: Just that yeah. term though, misspeak. You think that would ever fly with like your girlfriend? You know, she's like, Well, you said you were gonna be here by nine thirty like, Well, I misspoke. <laughs> I obviously misspoke. <laughs> you think she'd ever you know, wouldn't that just put you in the doghouse for years? I mean I I'm so was, sick of this where that's right misrepect you know, I misspoke. Of course, you misspoke. You can't even get the propaganda right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, and then if you, you know, take John McCain and you know, minus a couple of years and about 400 IQ points, you got the Bush thing here. George, uh, thank yeah. you, George. <laughs> Bush vows to prevent Iran from acquiring nuclear arms. We touched upon this earlier just a little bit, but you know, I, I just I, I love this guy. You know, just the fact that what he says is just so immature and ridiculous. President Bush said the Iranian government has declared they want to have a nuclear weapon. To destroy people, <laughs> brilliant George. Just a, <laughs> what are you, oh some god? Kind of but ventriloquist. He just paints sure. with words. It's just uh, so inspiring. And vowed that the United States would be a would be firm in preventing Tehran's acquisition of such arms. In interview, <laughs> interviews yesterday, uh, to mark the Iranian New Year, Bush said Iran has a right to build civilian nuclear power plants, but that the government cannot be trusted to enrich uranium. Interesting. I look okay. how he tells well, wait Iran a minute, but
3: what we, rights they have. Who the
5: hell are you to tell Iran what they could do? And second of all, if they're going to have nuclear power plants for, for energy and for peace, they have to enrich uranium, do they not?
0: Yes, they right.
5: do. So what, what the hell is this guy talking about? Different types of enriched uranium can be used as fuel for nuclear reactors or uh, fissile material for atomic bombs. The Iranians should have a civilian nuclear power program. It's in their right to have it, Bush told Radio Farda, a U.S.-funded radio station that broadcasts to Iran. In Farsi, I wonder what kind of ratings that station gets. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, radio, so, you know, I'm wondering. But the problem is the government cannot be trusted to enrich uranium because, one, they've hidden programs in the past, and they may be hiding one now. Who knows? And secondly, they've declared they want to have a nuclear weapon to destroy people. No specific targets here, folks. But oh boy, thank you for what you will.
6: He's, um, you know, man. Got the IQ of a Power pants. <laughs> it's
5: just it's it, and you know, whatever. I don't know how you, you just can't take this guy in serious. And but he's representing your country, and it's no wonder. You know, when I was talking to a good friend, and you know, he, I was asking, you know, why do you think people around the world just seem to not hate Americans, but hate you know what's going on? And, and he felt that you know people hate us for different reasons. And I tried to. Give the provoke the thought that maybe they just hate what our country is doing in other countries. Maybe our foreign policy didn't really want to hear that part of it. But I, you know, I said, it's look, like I mean, you're a traitor. Like, what do you expect? I mean, people don't necessarily hate Americans just because for no reason that oh maybe I just hate the colors of their flag. It's it's usually almost always because of what something for a reason for what we did what we've done George, what yeah. we're doing uh what we're going to do what we plan to do you know yeah i mean you know what I do think, you expect I, I think for the most
3: part people don't like us because we're just pretty stupid right now i'm no, sorry you know collectively as a company as a, as a country i'm sorry we're we're not the brightest group in the bunch you know
5: no no no, no. a lot of people yeah it's true it's a sad truth um... But yeah, I mean, you know, I it's perfectly reasonable. I, I honestly, maybe I'm completely naive here. I just, I don't feel that anybody hates America or hates Americans for just for the sake of hating because they I, don't, they want to take away. Our yeah, I mean, even if even if it's, even if they just they were told from birth that Americans are bad, fine. There's a, there's at least a reason there. Well, my father, mommy told me that they were bad. You know, it's it's just crazy. So there's you know there's your president of the United States on again on Iranian radio station. Uh, what could they possibly, if anybody's listening out there, what could they possibly be thinking? But there are uh, obviously, Ben, the more we talk about the real idea, which is looming, you know, the data is coming forth. But there was an interesting story out of MSN. From a, a different standpoint, or a different take on Real ID, not necessarily for or against, but a, a different way in how it, it would affect or negatively affect, in this case, certain groups of people, uh, Real ID worries domestic violence groups. So uh, every year, about 1,000 domestic violence victims legally change their Social Security numbers in an attempt to elude people who may pose threats, and many more change their legal names according to figures compiled by advocacy, uh, advocacy groups. But hiding from stalkers may uh, become more difficult under a new federal law called the Real ID Act that's scheduled to take effect on May 11th. Mm. Very close, isn't it, Ben? Horrible. (laughs) The U.S. Department of (laughs) Homeland Security boy. (laughs) going to the abyss of nowhere. Oh, boy. Okay. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's new regulations mandate specific standards for what personal information states must print on the face of Real ID driver's licenses and, and encode on their machine-readable zones. Although there is some consideration for people who qualify for special confidentiality treatment, critics argue that protections don't go far enough. So here we got uh, an issue, Ben, which I would never really considered before, that people who try to, you know, elude, let's say... Uh, other people and for whatever reason you know maybe you stalkers yeah uh, this might negatively affect those people because hey if you know if some girls stalking you for your great looks Ben, you know you may have a problem that they can now find you because this real ID's going. To yeah be. I don't know if this is a a major major concern but I uh, love to get your thoughts on it. so back to the phones we go Jay in Pennsylvania
8: yeah hello Jay how are you the reason why some people hate us around the world is just Hollywood it's so much indoctrination and disinformation and uh, people in America here, we need to be more confident of ourselves, and, and not allow uh, Hollywood to portray us uh, whether we go to war in Iraq or whatever. We just uh, we we need to be more confident as Americans.
3: Right? I I White, agree. I agree with you, Jay. But here's the thing: is is you know Hollywood dictates what we are around the world, but does not dictate our actions?
8: Right. Well, we control. That's why I'm saying too. Yeah, we control. I mean, we as in, as individuals, we control our surroundings basically and what, what, uh, we allow people to perceive about us. But the problem is, most people aren't aware of the power that they have, say, to, to control situations and, and opinions from around the world. So, so then we get into this, this, uh, he said, she said, or this back and forth. It's just, yeah, you know, it's crazy and ridiculous.
5: Yeah, I completely agree. I I couldn't agree more. I think that media and, and entertainment and Hollywood has such a huge plays a huge role. I think that's a, that's the other reason uh, why for some reason we seem to hate the French. You know, this whole ridiculous nonsense after 9/11 where we're naming French fries freedom fries. It yeah. makes absolutely the French fries don't come from France, man. You know, <laughs> it, it's just it's a, it's a joke. And I think even um, Charles Ratner was telling me that the French. You know, the, the word French itself means you know to to boil or to bake. You know, the way you make a fry. So it's not about France, okay. <laughs> I didn't it's, know just, that. it's just ridiculous, and you know the people. Oh well, f the French, you know they're they're f and this, and you know they ran away. They're you know it's just like where do people get this information? Why are we supposed to hate the <laughs> French? <laughs> exactly, the French are our allies. But no, Jay, I mean for the most part, you know uh, I agree with you. And I was digging up a couple of YouTube videos recently where it's you know the people go on the street and they ask people like you know what's the vice president's name and all this, and you know I think the situation, and I'll, I'll get back to you real quick, Jay, in a second, but I think. The topic was, you know, what religion is Barack Obama? And, you know, like 80% of the people said Muslim. And he's not a Muslim, okay? I mean, at least he declares he's not really a Muslim. But people say, well, why do you think that? They said, well, that's what people say. And there you go, Jay. I mean, not only Hollywood and the media, but it's just because it's the chain letters, the stupid emails that go around. People just believe anything they hear because, I don't know why, maybe because they want to. But, uh, yeah, Jay, you make a good point.
8: I listen to Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, or whoever it is, or even so new do I. and I just get a laugh. It's hilarious. It's it's just so it's such comedy. Life is a comedy anymore.
5: So I agree, oh, Jay. I, I listen. I listen to yep. I listen to Hannity quite often. Uh, I actually watch his TV program more. I, I do listen to Rush once in a while just to keep keep my you know my blood boiling and stuff. And like I said, I the only reason why I watch Fox Benton is because you know I have to. I uh, like to get angry and like, you know, the, analyze the enemy propaganda. Well, you
3: know, you know I like, listen,
5: I listen to Sean Hannity all the time coming down here. Yeah. Now, Jay, yeah, Jay, thanks for your call. Uh, I appreciate that, and you know, we're pretty much on the same page, and you know, it's it's time to break the barrier. And and I'm glad we're doing the show, and I'm glad that you know independent media is getting the popularity, but. uh... Yeah, folks, that's pretty much it for Thursday. And show. life is a comedy, and that's why you get a lot of the comedy here <laughs> and, on the And that's why we got to talk about rectums and sphincters and stuff. And we have <laughs> Pyeth, Thank God for Pyeth and the soundboard. Thank you, Pyeth. We try to make some, we try to give you a little bit of, uh, a little more of life, because life's supposed to be fun and beautiful, and, and we do love life. So, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for your phone calls. Email us, info at Animal Farm Show. For Ben, Tony, myself, and Pyeth. this is the Animal Farm Show. We'll see and hear from you Tuesday. Take care.
8: Thank you. Goodbye. Thank mm-hmm. you.